Welcome to Still Growing in Grace, a weekly program dedicated to inspiring joy, giving hope, and delighting in grace. This program is brought to you by Hope Fellowship, your community church located on the second floor of the St. Jacob's Outlet Mall. I'm Pastor Mike Zenker, and for the next half hour, I'll be sharing with you a message of hope that will help you expand your understanding of God's love and amazing grace. So many are tired of trying harder to live the Christian life. I've got great news for you. You can stop trying. God already deeply loves you, totally accepts you, and really, really likes you. Enjoy today's program as we dig deeper into what it means to be still growing in grace. Welcome to Still Growing in Grace. I'm so glad you tuned in again this week. I want to say thank you to those who've reached out via email and on Facebook to message me and say, hey, you're listening. I am pleased to hear that. It's very, very exciting. For those who live in the Kitchener-Waterloo area and you're listening on the actual radio station, would you contact me? I would love to know how many people are listening and if this show is a great encouragement to you or not. Do you have any questions? Do you want me to address a topic? I'd love to hear some feedback from that. I plan to keep doing this for a long, long time, and I can hardly wait to see this community keep growing in grace. If you're looking for a place to grow in grace, why don't you come on out to Hope Fellowship Your Community Church in North Waterloo, second floor of the St. Jacob's Outlet Mall. We'd love to have you. We do not have everything figured out. We are a relaxed community still growing in grace. So drop your expectations when you come. You can even have coffee. We have the best coffee out of any church in KW, at least in my opinion. So come. Enjoy. Connect with us. Watch us online. If you don't live anywhere near us and you're watching this online, join us on Sunday mornings. I go live on the Facebook on my Facebook page. Uh, go to growingingrace.ca. You'll see all the links to all the podcasts because this show is not only broadcasted on radio in the Kitchener-Waterloo uh, area, it is also recorded and uploaded to a podcast, uh, readily available anytime. You don't have to listen at a certain time. Also, everything is being recorded. So those who are watching this video, because I'm on video now, uh, drop a, a note on Facebook or through YouTube through the channel and let me know you're watching and what your feedback would be. would love to hear from you. Last week, we enjoyed uh, a conversation on what would we do if we could find out what God's will is. And I think there's enough simple um, understanding to find out what God's will is for us. The scriptures seem to be clear. They seem to be um, not complicated. Okay, I grew up in a church where it was up to me. I was taught this. If it wasn't taught, it was implied. If it wasn't implied, this is how I took it. So I don't want to blame the teacher. I'm the receiver. My filters control how I hear things. I may have heard much grace in my upbringing. I grew up here in the Kitchener-Waterloo area. The church that I grew up in taught me a lot of profound, deep stuff. I learned my Bible. I'll tell you that. Um, But believe me, I learned things through different lenses. And I've talked to a number of people uh, from the church I grew up in. And uh, we all have grown. We've all continued to expand our understanding. I have hardly found anybody in all the years, I'm turning 51 this year. And I went to that church from zero to 
I think 16. Uh, and then I went to another church. But for 16 years as my home church, of all the people I've bumped into, I think I may have bumped into one or two that have never changed their theological position. They've exhibited zero growth, but are excellent and perfect parrots of what has been taught. And it doesn't seem to have hit their soul. And that's sad. But I've bumped into many, many others who have uh, benefited from the church uh, location, enjoyed it. Some have been hurt and moved on, but they found grace in other places. So it's about the journey as well. So we got to be careful not to uh, spit at, get angry at those places that have hurt us. We need to forgive. Because at some point, that pain benefits us. It has affected us. And we are today because of those circumstances. They're, they're contributing factors. So be very careful to not be so quick to dismiss past problems, church problems, church fights. Um, I have found that the church community can be one of the most vicious, unforgiving places. Uh, they tend to... Uh, uh, ostracize those who disagree. There is very little room to actually think. If you don't toe the line, you're gone. And that's tough. That's called religion. That's not called grace. Grace calls us to keep growing, calls us to take all we learn and surrender it to the Holy Spirit, who is the interpreter, who is the one to teach us. So even today, do you want to know God's will? Yes, I think it's simple. I think it's clear. But I never knew these verses growing up. Uh, I thought it was much more complicated. I thought God's will was a, a diamond I had to find on this huge white sands beach. And it was up to me to find God's will. That's how it's been sold to us. Has that, is that how it's been sold to you? Or is that perhaps a lens that you have heard in the past? I'm here to tell you that is not true. That is a, 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 um, an, a lesson from someone who does not understand intimacy with Jesus. It's a plan, not a person. Think about that. Well, today I want to share with you a person a person named Jesus, and how he wants to reveal good news to us. How then, if we're going to know God's will, how does God then want to live through us? And today, I'm calling this How God Wants to Live Through Us. And we do this by knowing his will. Last week, we kind of covered that. What is God's will? But we ended with something from the book of Romans, Romans 12, which I think is really powerful. And it tells us something about God's will, too. It goes like this, Romans 12, verse 2. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. As in, in brackets, it says, don't be squeezed into the mold of this present age. Then it continues, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. Be transformed by the way you think. <laughs> um, uh, this will empower you. To discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. How could our lives be lived perfectly and satisfying in God's eyes? Uh, let me suggest something that you may not have thought about. And if you have already, great. Maybe God will see you. And it's more about you acknowledging how God sees you. God already sees you as beautiful. He sees you as perfect. 
He's made you perfect because he's placed his son in you. You're one with him. You're in union with Jesus. Therefore, you have already been made perfect. That's what's beautiful. And to be able to live a life of rest that does not mean inactivity. Please do not associate the idea of living a life of rest, resting in Christ, uh, as a synonym for, I don't have to do anything now. I can just sit back and let God do the rest. Um, that is a very four-year-old approach. That is a very immature. If that's offensive to you, oops, I'm sorry. I'm just calling it like it is. Those who have grown and matured, recognize that because God's love is in us, the word love, agape, that love is other-centered. We're not self-centered. So we're called to live in a non-self-centered life. We're called to live an agape life. And we need to have that agape mindset, the love mindset, to permeate into our minds, to be transformed into our minds, into the person we already are. We've got thought patterns that do not reflect the life of Christ in us that have been learned and ingrained in our world and culture. Those things need to be transformed, flushed out, replaced with better and good news. That's what Paul's trying to say. I like how the message translates this. It says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. I like how it says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Without even thinking. Do you just go along? Do you just get tractor beamed into your life and circumstances? At your work, do you just follow in sync with the culture? Is there Are there some things in that culture that do not reflect the life of Christ in you? And are you just giving into that? And then pretty soon you forget what God's life living through you looks like. Then you may forget how to be thankful. Then you become a grouch. You become a determined person focused on self, self, self. God's calling us to grow up, to wake up to see what his word is encouraging us to do. Don't become well-adjusted to the culture. Become well-adjusted to Christ in you. And then it says, fix your attention on God. Fix your attention on the Trinity. Fix your attention on Jesus. Fix your attention on the Holy Spirit and how their thoughts are being thought through us. If he can live his life through us, he can think his thoughts through us as well. This is great news. Let's keep going. Proverbs 23, verse 7. I'm going to read from three translations. The first two, I'll go quickly. And then the third, uh, the third translation, I'll slow down and give you a quick commentary on it. Proverbs 23, 7. This is a, again, this is wisdom uh, connected to that Romans 12 about how we think and guarding our minds. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23, 7, King James Version. The New American Standard Bible says it like this, For as he thinks within himself, so is he. <laughs> That's right. Where we focus our thinking, wherever we focus our attention, what consumes our thoughts, if our thoughts are consumed with worry, with anxiety, with concern, with uh, creating fantasy thinking of things that aren't happening yet, that may never happen, but you're creating the the 
the whirlwind, the tornado of thoughts, you're going to have that act out. That is what you're, as he says here, for as he thinks within himself, so is he. It's going to manifest. The process and pattern of thinking that you currently have will manifest itself. If you have a a God-inspired, hope-filled, grateful lens to your circumstance, you're going to be a hope-filled, inspiring, thankful person. It's going to manifest out of you. But if you only focus on the negative, only see how terrible things are, how terrible that person is and not forgive and so on, then you'll become that resentful person. That is how you will be, but it isn't your true self. The Passion Translation reads it like this. Be sensible when you dine. And by the way, I'm reading this Proverbs 23 verses 6 to 7. Be sensible when you dine with a stingy man and don't eat more than you should. For as he thinks within himself, so is he. He will grudgingly say, go ahead, eat all you want. But in his heart, he resents the fact that he has to pay for your meal. (laughs) Watching who you hang out with is really important. Watching that you're not just reading the surface messages from others is really important. Be sensible with who you walk uh, around with, who you hang out with, who you want to associate, or who you even want to align with. (laughs) Much to learn from this. Be sensible here, it says in verse 6, when you dine with a stingy man. In brackets from the Passion Translation, it says, the Hebrew here literally means an evil eye, which is a metaphor for a stingy man. (laughs) Be sensible that you don't dine with an evil eye. I love that. When we come back to the second half, I'm going to uh, flesh out the second half of this verse, and we'll find more grace in Proverbs 23, verse 6 to 7. I'll see you back in just a moment. Stay tuned for a word from our sponsors. Looking for adventure in the great outdoors? It's not far from your own backyard at Conestoga River Horseback Adventures. Fun for the whole family or why not your next corporate party? Trail rides are offered all year round and other options like pony rides and birthday parties for the young cowboys and cowgirls. Afterwards, you can relax and keep the party going in their large, comfortable lounge. Conestoga River Horseback Adventures, 519-888-6503 and horsebackadventures.ca. Family run, family owned. So their focus is on you. Conestoga Lodge Retirement Residence is a full-service retirement home in Kitchener. And you'll be impressed to know that they are not a big corporate chain. They're quality-driven with a focus on each and every individual. Conestoga Lodge offers permanent and short-term stays. To book a free, no-obligation tour, you can call 519-576-2140 or visit online at conestogalodge.com. Thank you for joining us back here for the second half of Still Growing in Grace. We just finished reading part of Proverbs 23, verses 6 to 7 from the Passion Translation. And there's some great wisdom in these words. It goes like this. Be sensible when you dine with a stingy man and don't eat more than you should. For as he thinks within himself, so is he. That was the key verse, verse 7. He will grudgingly say, go ahead and eat all you want. But in his heart, he resents the fact that he has to pay for your meal. Back up to verse 6, the second part. Uh, We just finished saying that uh, be sensible who you dine with, that you don't dine with a stingy man, or in uh, Hebrew, it means uh, with an evil eye. But then it says, don't eat more than you should. And then the bracket comment uh, in the Passion Translation says, don't crave his delicacies. 
It's amazing how sometimes we want to associate, hang out with, be connected to somebody for their money, for their status of recognition, uh, to find a way to get a step up, to see ourselves raised up if we're going to hang out with all these big wigs, so to speak. This is a dangerous, dangerous way to live life, to, to be that connected. With that ulterior motive, you cannot authentically love people. Um, it's just a wake-up call. And then it says, verse 7, For as he thinks within himself, so is he. Again, in brackets, it says, The Aramaic, the Septuagint, and a few Hebrew manuscripts read, Eating with him is like eating with someone with a hair in his throat. His mind is not with you. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but that, that just makes that verse come together. Let's move on. Isaiah 41 verses 9 to 10. The writer writes, For I have chosen you and will not throw you away. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. You see, when we are focused on the negative, on the crisis, on what went wrong, and have no way of looking for a hopeful, better solution, a better outcome, a new direction, uh, believe me, we can get lost and blinded. But here we're given encouragement. This is a verse you need to kind of have close by if you're getting down and depressed or uh, getting wiped out and discouraged that things are not going your way. Here the writer reminds us, God has chosen us. You'll not be thrown away. You do not need to be afraid. God is with you. You can trust that. You are never, ever alone. It is an impossibility to be alone. Because Christ, who holds you together by that very truth, is with you already. He's always with us never leaves us, never forsakes you. John 14, 27 says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Hmm. Well, then how do we live this out? How does God want to live his life through us? How does his will, his love, his light come through us. Well, it's been given to you. You have been given a gift. It's not that you have to ask for it. I've been in many prayer meetings. I've been asked to pray for people that God would give them peace. He has given them peace. Wake up and see it. Observe it. Recognize it. <laughs> Enjoy the peace that is in you. Some people, it's it's more about awareness, not uh, not trying to get something to happen or get God to come close. It's to wake up to the awareness He is already close. Let me read it again. John 14, 27. I'm leaving you with a gift. This is Jesus speaking. Peace of mind and heart. Do you want peace of mind and heart? I do. I don't always feel it. I don't always experience it. But I have it. And when I can come to a place of quiet and reflection, contemplation, meditation, 
slowing down because I'm too busy sometimes, then I begin to become aware of that peace. And it's been a gift. So I don't need to be troubled, even when I have circumstances that are troubling. I have not mastered this, and I know very few who have, but I have observed people who have spent time, yes, time, meditating, thinking, contemplating, reading, thinking about the wonders and goodness of God. And it's those folks that seem to handle those troublesome times better. They'll tell you right away they've not conquered it. But I've observed a transparent change of action and attitude in them. I want this for me. Do you want that for you? I think today's program may be that very help. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5 to 7. More advice. Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. (laughs) With all your heart, rely on Him to guide you, and He will lead you in every decision you make. Now, this might be hard to believe, and it is a proverb, but listen, it just gave a preface. Trust in the Lord completely. Don't rely on your own wisdom, your own opinions. When you rely on the Lord, then every decision will be guided and directed. And what happens if you make a decision that you believe you did trusting God and suddenly it backfires and you say, but God, I trusted you. What was that? I don't know, but God is still present in that and he may see something or has a plan little differently than what you had planned. Maybe there's more going on than you are aware of. Maybe it doesn't have anything to do with you, but maybe instead for the other person that this might be connected to. I don't know. We can go around circles with this one. But that doesn't mean God's not involved in that decision-making. I trust the oneness of God in me. I trust the mind of Christ that I have to think thoughts through me and inspire me and guide me, direct me. And the more that happens the more I begin to practice that awareness. Let's keep going. Verse 6 of Proverbs 3. Become intimate with Him in whatever you do, and He will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. (laughs) I know some people that should really listen to that verse, and I know people that would tell me that verse because I've been accused of knowing it all, but I don't. I know I don't. But sometimes I sound like it, and that is something I am learning to change in myself. So it says here, don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Ooh. Okay. Proverbs 3, 5 to 7. Read it later again. Think on it, meditate on it, read it slowly. This one is filled with so much rich, richness and grace. It, this could take weeks to get through, which we won't do, but go and read. If the Holy Spirit's inspiring you to read this, I love this again. For wisdom comes when you adore Him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Sometimes we need to listen to the Holy Spirit. Sometimes the Holy Spirit may be guiding us and and instructing us to not do certain things. 
that's the way the spirit works. There is still right and wrong in this world, but our focus is on the tree of life, not being more right and pointing out other people's wrongs. This is about internally, carefully learning to first hear the voice of God and then act to adore God, pray, be grateful, and then wisdom will come. Then wisdom will guide our steps. That's a lot of stuff. Isaiah 43, 18 to 19 says, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new and it's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert rivers in the badlands. This is from the message translation. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Too many believers live in the past. You live from the past. You live from those hurts and memories. I've done it. I'm guilty of it. But as the Holy Spirit reveals to me where I have, I'm learning to surrender. So I live from today, not the past. Not judging the past. Wow. Your past does not determine who you are. Your circumstances do not determine who you are. They just reveal where you've come from or what you're going through. What determines who you are is Jesus Christ. Jesus has made you one with him. He has made you righteous. He's made you pure, believable, beautiful, lovable, attractive. Someone that he wants to be with. (laughs) I, I tell you. The world needs to hear God loves them. Today, I want to tell you, God loves you. God likes you, too. He totally accepts you as you are right now. Just receive, believe, enjoy the grace of God. If no one has told you today, God loves you. He's crazy about you. He wants to bless your socks off. Oh, wait, he already has. He wants to remind you of that. Join us next week for more good news on Still Growing in Grace. See you then. Are you looking for an encouraging church where you'll discover hope in God who truly loves and accepts you? Hope Fellowship in North Waterloo meets every Sunday at 1030, and the great coffee is only the first thing you'll appreciate. If you're looking for a safe place, a relaxed community of people who want to grow in the freedom of God's grace, welcome to Hope Fellowship, second floor of the St. Jacob's Outlet Mall. Learn more at hopefellowshipycc.com. And they do have that great coffee. Looking for a real estate agent that will put your needs before his? Terry Van Lent is just that agent. Caring and honest are just two of Terry's best qualities, and they shine through in his real estate career. As a longtime resident of Waterloo Region, Terry is well acquainted with the area and its multitude of attractive amenities. For an agent that cares, call Terry Van Lent at Coldwell Banker Peter Benninger Realty, 519-742-5800, extension 2060. You've been listening to Still Growing in Grace. I'm Pastor Mike Zenker, and I'd like to invite you to join me next Tuesday morning at 11.30 when our teaching time will continue. Or join us at 10.30 every Sunday morning at Hope Fellowship, your community church located on the second floor of the St. Jacob's Outlet Mall. 
If this show has been an encouragement to you, won't you help us spread this good news? Make your donation today by visiting stillgrowingingrace.ca. You can also catch up on past programs, watch YouTube videos of our talks, and download our weekly podcasts. Sign up for our email list and send in your questions. After all, no one has arrived, and we are all still growing in grace.